Yes, I'll put my little. Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens, and he's Dave Balvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Great, Matt. How are you? Good. We're right here in the middle of the hot, hot summer. It's hot in Atlanta. It's got to be hot in Florida. Talked to a client in Boston yesterday, and he said it was 97 degrees in Boston. That is amazing. Yeah, they had a heat wave up there. That heat wave out west. I was in Colorado, Boulder, uh, last week, like 95, which is, that's Colorado. Good Lord. Yeah. So, all right, man, episode 132, 10 ways to close more sales, all right? So, this is part of our, our, our profit formula we talk about. There's some foundations and we talk about you got to get more leads. We had a scorecard for that, 10 questions last week on that scorecard. This is another 10 questions, 10 ways to improve your closing the sale. The technical term is converting, right? So, a lead is somebody who might be a client, so you get in front of them. It's kind of an at-bat. And then a conversion is once I get in front of the prospect, can I close him? Can I get him to purchase from me, do business with me? And so, so this conversion. won't be so much about closing techniques. Like we're not going to, we're not going to do the Ben Franklin close or the, so it's not, this is not that we're going to talk about. It's more um, scoring yourself. And do you have these things, these 10 ways to close more sales? Do you have these in your business? And if not, you might want to consider it. So the first one comes in here that says, how would you rate your downsell strategy? So a downsell strategy would be, hey, I'm trying to close you on, on, on this product, the $100 product. If that's too expensive or you're not interested, can I downsell you to the $50 product? The and you might not say it in, like that, but yeah, it's exactly what you're doing. I'll use an example. When we, uh, when we were, uh, when I had the Let's Go business and we, we, we would offer this big giant package, you know, it might be $300,000. Um, but they're like, yeah, but I really only, you know, and they're, they're, eh, you know, there's a big price tag sticker shop. Well, we could, we could do the portion of your factory that where you just had the problems and we'll address the, you know, the, the problems you're having there. And that'll be a lot less money. And, and so that's the downsell technique is, is, but if you listen to what I was saying is I knew we had already set up the downsell before we moved to a downsell. In other words, we found out what their real need was as much as, you know, everybody has wants, they buy for wants, but a lot of times you have needs and sometimes you can address the need in the downsell. Right. Exactly. Right. So, so it's anything from, um, yeah, the downsell is just a, a lighter version of your product, a lighter version of your sales, uh, of your system, uh, solves one problem, but not all the problems. Uh, and so, like you said, you need to have that. If, if you don't know what a downsell is, well, then you need one. And you need one in your business because not everybody can afford your, your A-plus service. You might get them in the door by, right? So a lot of those we talk about, like when we do direct marketing, right? So the teaser might be a $10 book. You know, I was thinking of Russell Brunson where they give the book away for free, right? But they're trying to get you to go then to one of their webinars, which then is a workshop, which then is a coaching program. And each one of those is an upsell, which we'll talk about that here in a second. So yeah. if you have a downsell, you need something to sell. And if, if you don't want product A, they'll buy product B or a lighter version of product A. And, and most people have been to a car lot. If you, can, you, if you don't get approved for the S class, we can get you into the E class, you know, that Perfect. type of thing. You know, that's exactly right. So how would you rate yourself self on a scale of one to five? How, what is your downsell strategy? Do you have some a product or a service, and do you have a good script that would go with that? 
All right, one to five. Number two, how would you rate your risk reversal strategy in your closing process? So first, what is your risk reversal? A risk reversal strategy means you're trying to reduce the amount of risk your the client or the prospect is taking, right? You wanna make this a no-brainer. We talk about a no-brainer. So a money-back guarantee is a risk reversal, right? And the longer that money-back guarantee is, the it's twofold, believe it or not. It's, it lowers your risk as the selling party and, but it increases the trust factor on the, from the buy standpoint. So why do I say it reduces your risk? Because the longer somebody has something, the less chance, um, especially if you're a coach or, a, a, you know, in, in that type of sector, if you say, well, we give a 12 month uh, money back guarantee, provided you do all the steps we tell you. Right. And then 12 months comes <laughs> up and the people are usually too, they might be too embarrassed, but you could take away like, when we do our uh, strategy session, which is our uh, profit accelerator session, you know, we, we charge a small fee for that, but we say, look, if it, if it doesn't work out, we'll give you all your money back plus a hundred dollars. You know, that's, that's a, that's a no brainer. Why wouldn't that's you? That's a risk reversal. Yeah. You're it. trying to make it a no brainer. What is your risk reversal strategy? What is your risk reversal offer? How can you make it a no brainer? money-back guarantee or a results guarantee, about 10 pounds in 10 weeks, right? Or 10 pounds in 10 days. The weight loss people do all this time, um, all this, and they're trying to risk reversal and, hey, we're guaranteeing you this result or you don't pay or we'll work with you until you get those 10 pounds off, right? So there's a, so if you don't have a risk reversal, you're trying to get it because you're going to make it a no-brainer. So Sometimes the risk reversal is try it for 30 days and, and, Yes. Don't pay us. You know, right. that's re we're going to take out the risk in yep. the beginning. We'll let you try our product for free yep. and you don't, you don't pay until you've right. set already satisfied with the product. Yeah. Try it before you buy it. That's exactly right. All right. Number three, how would you rate your ability to follow up with every prospect that does not buy from you? Okay. So we've talked about this in the past is that only 3% of buyers that you come across are ready to purchase today but half the people that have requested information or that have expressed interest will buy your product or service in the next 18 months. So how would you rate your follow-up ability to follow up with every prospect? In other words, I talked to Dave, he wasn't interested, but I need to continue to stay in touch with him because he's gonna, 50% chance he's gonna buy that product over the next 18 months. Well, I'll say this, in your, your line of work, which is financial services, um, I know by your success level, you're really good at follow-up because in your business, the reason some people make 50,000 a year and some people make a million a year is the ones who are great at follow-up. It's not that they're great salespeople, the ones, right. it's just simply that it usually takes five or four to five times where you have to follow yeah. up before right. somebody says, yeah, I think, I think we'll go ahead and do that because while you're following up, you're building rapport and trust. Yeah. And so, and trust. Exactly. so the, the best, the best, most successful salespeople, I don't care what you sell, doesn't matter. The, the most successful ones are always the best at follow-up. Yep, exactly right. So rate yourself on a scale of one to five, five being awesome, one being terrible at following up on every prospect. What happened to that guy, Dave, that I talked to six months ago? Did he fall through the cracks? Most business owners, it does, right? Most business owners are not good at following up. The successful ones are. Well, and you know, it's funny. What they always say is, I just, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. No, what they're really saying is I'm so lazy or I don't 
like I take no personally. That's what they're really saying is um, a great tool to, to talk to your clients is just simply say, it's okay to tell me no, but just right. don't tell me maybe. I can yeah, maybe it's the worst. Yeah, don't tell me exactly. maybe. Exactly right. All right, your next one would be, how would you rate yourself in following a scripted close to, to finalize the sale? How would you rate yourself on a scale of one to five to follow a scripted close? Now, this is kind of a leading question in the sense of, well, I don't use a script. I think scripts are bad. I don't need a script. And the answer is, no, you need a script, but you need to make it sound like it's conversational, right? Because there are certain highlights and certain, you know, you say it before, people buy for their uh, wants, not their needs. People buy with emotion, not with logic, right? And so you need to know this and have it scripted. What is my sales, my clothes that follows I'm selling to his wants. I'm selling to his uh, uh, emotion, right? And most successful salespeople, most successful businesses have a script that they follow that they fine tune and refine. So it doesn't sound like a script. It's a normal conversation. And they've even got, I mean, that's the other thing is <laughs> as, as you're closing, the best salespeople have a script that actually respond to some immediate objections um, at the close, it's yep. it's just it's part of the script. And, and, that's it. and that's the next question, which goes in because they're highly related. How would you rate your sales training for both yourself and your staff? Because that would be part of the sales training, right? We have a, a closing script, and then here are the common objections and, and how to overcome them, right? So there are even some people that say, you should bring up the objections before they do. Well, a lot of times people think it costs a lot of money to have the, the XYZ package, but here's why it's worth the XYZ package, right? So you might've already over put that in your closing script where you're overcoming. So that's part of sales training. So these are related. Do you have a script? Do you have sales training where we're teaching our guys how to overcome objections? And certainly this is, you know, of course we're talking about uh, closing more sales today, but this is where marketing meets sales because yep. a lot of this stuff, some of this stuff can be addressed in your marketing materials that can address objections. A lot of that can be addressed, which um, in your marketing, so. Yeah, exactly right. The uh, next question gets into, how would you rate your business when it comes to offering your prospects multiple pricing options? So we mentioned this is very related to the downsell and the upsell. And there's all kind of, Caldini did all this research. We, remember we mentioned him before, uh, Persuasion, I think. Persuasion, yep. But I think he's the one that did all this thing about pricing, you know, if you have a, $100, or $75, and a $50 product, the majority of people buy the $75 product. So you should have three different offerings, you know, gold, silver, and bronze, and most people buy the one in the middle, right? So, and here's, here's an important point about that, is if you have two prices, the third one you pick, you're going to add to your package, is the highest price you can possibly think of. Because right. there are customers who will only buy the, I buy the best. They, they have an attitude about that. And so if you've got to pick a third price, don't make a lower one, pick a higher one <laughs> to, to get those people who always buy the best. Yep. Because if they cool. like you, they're going to buy the best. So pick a higher right. one. And, and it becomes an attraction in and of itself, right? I think it's a Sharper Image magazine or one of those that comes out at Christmas that has like, you know, the $10,000 massage chair or the, you know, uh, $50,000 remote controlled, you know, whatever, a uh, boat. I don't know. But they usually have, and it, and it gets attention. It garners attention. Have you guys seen the sharper image? Even though there might only be one person that's buying that super expensive product, it creates a buzz in and of itself. 
And then there's a whole comparison thing. Well, I don't want the $10,000 chair, but I'll take the $4,000 chair. That Peloton, right? that Peloton bike, you see all the ads yeah, for it? Yeah. So my, my cousin just bought one and he, and he was explaining how the bike's like 1500 bucks, but what they okay. get you is, is the software package that goes with the bike to, uh, it's yeah. a monthly ongoing thing where you compete against all, and yep. so you, you got a payment on the bike if if you you know if you don't want to pay cash for it, which I don't recommend getting payments on a Peloton bike, but that's another whole nother episode. But then you got a payment on the software no matter what. So you know you might pay fifty a month for that software. That's the big upsell. Oh, we can give you the basic package for this, and the, the big upsell is that extra where they're selling their software over and over again. That's the point. Is that you know you got to have those multiple packages because people pick the middle one. Yep, exactly. So a lot of times we talk about what are those? If you sell a product, you add a service, right? So if you sell the, the uh, uh, whatever, the product, the, the software, well, the service is consulting. I'll teach you how to use it. You want you know, buy the new CRM, there's your product. We'll teach you how to use it, right? That's the service. Vice versa, you know, you, you, you teach people how to use their CRM most effectively. The product would be maybe we'll help you evaluate and choose the best CRM for your business. Well, I'll use John Nemo. Uh, okay. Hey, John, I'm giving you a free plug on our show. John okay. Nemo is a LinkedIn uh, riches guy. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, well, John, his whole premise behind his his selling his program, LinkedIn Riches, was so that people would hire him to do his done for you package. Yes. Yes. So, so he's got this basic package, which is his buy my book. That's the yep. bottom price. Yep. Then, then, or buy my course, which is whatever yep. it costs. Or, but ultimately, I can give you the done-for-you service, and that's that's yes. his, that's that's his a point. great example, right? He's got three different levels: the book, the online course, and then the um, done-for-you service. That's a yep. great view of that. Uh, so, if you don't have that, you need to have multiple pricing options. You need to add value at it, whether it be you're adding a service to the product or a product to the service or you're doing something a little above and beyond. It also helps in the sense of it, 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 it makes you, well, I'll get down to here. Uh, the next question, which we'll come into, how do you rate your business when it comes to offering your prospects additional incentives to purchase immediately, right? So there's this whole thing about scarcity that I always talks about that. You see those on infomercials all the time. You know, it's a hundred dollars, but if you act now, you know, it's $90, right? So you give them, it's a it's thousand a month, so that would be 12,000 a year. But if you purchase now, it's $10,000, right? So you give them a 20% discount if they pay all up front. And I'll give you, I'll give you some examples of, like a lot of people now say it's, it's all this false scarcity online. Right, well, right. Um, so um, let's take Jeff Walker. He, he does product launch formula. Well, Jeff does typically two launches a year. So he opens his course twice a year. So if you don't buy now, you're, you're, whatever the course costs next time is what you're going to pay. So and people say, well, that's false scarcity. He could sell it year round. Yes, potentially he could. But somebody who says that is saying that because they've never done a real launch. Uh, right. There's a lot that goes into a launch. And then you've got to take care of those students, fulfill the, you know, your obligation to them, whatever all the add-ons and bonuses and all that stuff. And that means yep. calls and, and Zoom calls and all those things. So Sometimes it's not false scarcity. Um, if you offer a coupon, put a date on it. Don't yes. leave anything open-ended. And you'll never see anybody with an open-ended sale, um, even the my pillow guy. You know, he's always got a call now, get two for one or whatever. But yeah. 
Um, and he mixes it up, right? We talked about you can have seasonality, right? So you could have this special we run in, you know, Christmas time, this special we run in the summertime, the fall, the spring, and and mix up your packages. You know, it could be that the different times of year that there, there are there's several fun places you can go and say, uh, there's a monthly calendar of like goofy holidays every month. And it's like, you know, because it's, you know, uh, love your dog day, we're doing 10% off or you buy this and we'll upgrade you to that, right? So you can- You sent me that calendar a while back. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing it, how many other goofy there, there's days- There's like are. a holiday for every day and you can use that to create your own marketing package that here's an excuse to have a, 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 a bonus offering, a scarcity offering in, june because it's xyz month and then you know in, in july we'll have a different type of bonus incentive but it's only the month of july because it's you know love your cat day or something you know so they're kind of fun all right so we want to offer incentives if they purchase immediately there is something to do with scarcity like you said a lot of times people think that's bs but we are you know uh, animals we respond to that regardless of shenanigans we, we do respond to scarcity. It's the last one on the lot. It's the only red one. You'll have to special order it if you don't buy this one, right? So they have all the scarcity. We still do respond to that. All right, uh, how would you rate, this kind of comes back, how would you rate the uniqueness of your business when compared to your competition? So when we talked about those different pricing structures, right? We, two questions ago, how would you rate your business when it comes to offering multiple pricing options? This is also the way you, you make yourself more unique right? In that your uniqueness is the product plus your service. It is John Nemo's LinkedIn course, which there are other LinkedIn courses out there, but the uniqueness is his done for you service, mm -hmm. right? That it's him or his take on LinkedIn is different than Josh, somebody LinkedIn sales. There's another guy named Josh, somebody that I've, that I've, that I've read his material, right? So, so how unique are unique by itself is better, right? And we've talked about this in the past, because of your background, you're unique from me. Because of my background, I'm unique from you, right? You've got a great story to tell. You know, you. I love your story. You're the motorcycle came down for spring break, and then you never went home, right? <laughs> and that's the that's how you got into business, right? And 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 all those type of things. So unique is different. Unique is better. It's you might be selling the same pen, but because of of the pen plus your value added which might be your opinions, your thoughts, your backgrounds, or how to use the pen in the most effective manner. There's a whole business around, um, what is it called? Salesforce, salesforce.com, right? Uh, Salesforce is a CRM. Yep. There's a whole infrastructure of consulting firms that teaches you how to use that system for your particular business. So I'm a consultant that teaches dentists how to use it. I'm a consultant that teaches financial advisors how to use it, that teaches manufacturers how to use it. So there's a whole industry that has developed Oracle's the same way. Oracle's is a is another data gathering, data management software. There's a consulting business empire wrapped around it where you buy the product and I'll teach you how to use it. My service is teaching you how to use it. So and, and, and that's, that's you know, your there's, there's a private lender I'm working with as a client, and that's one of their new offerings that they're coming out with is is we'll um, like the other people who want to sell their money, if you will. Um, they'll do a done for you website with all the back office stuff. So okay. what, there's a lot of lenders out there, private lenders, but they have this whole back office uh, support thing that makes them different. Different is better. Like you said, different, different is better. That is exactly right. So that would be how would you rate your uniqueness 
of your business when compared to your competition. We're always looking for uniqueness. Uniqueness is different. Different is better by definition. Can't be selling this. We can sell the same stuff, but we need to have a little bit of the value added, which makes us unique. Yeah, right. my, lawn, my lawn guys, I'm going to use an example of them. I've got a fairly good sized yard. It takes them 10 minutes. I'm not kidding. They show up. They, they come out of the truck. Like, I mean, they've got two guys on edgers. They've got uh, guys with blowers uh, cutting uh, trees, they, all the tree trimming and the edging, and, and then the, the giant mower and a small mower. And they all, in 10 minutes, they're through about almost three quarters of an acre. Boom, they're done. Have a nice day. 10 minutes. I've timed them. I'm like, now what makes them unique is they do a great job and they're really fast. Why does that matter? Well, if you're working from the house, it sounds like a helicopter's landing in the yard. <laughs> so that, does that matter? Some people don't like the sound of the lawnmower running and stuff like that on a weekend. <laughs> That's different. It doesn't necessarily mean, I mean, different is better. So. Well, and you're a great point. We've talked about this before. You, uniqueness can also be a checklist, right? Does your lender do this, this, and this? We do lending, but we, we help make the process super easy, easy because of our 10 10 point checklist, right? I'm a carpet cleaner, Joe Polish talks about that. He's a carpet cleaning, Joe Polish, and it's his 10 point, you know, system and evaluating dry cleaners, right? So, so even just a checklist that says, this is how I know I've done a good job. This is how I know my lawn guy did a good job. Did he edge, did he trim, did he blow, did he pick up the things, did he clean up after himself? We had a client I was talking to actually uh, earlier in the week, and she was funny. She has a contractor. They're, they're redoing the, the, the shower, okay? And so the, the contractor has disappointed her and her expectations, right? You know, her expectations are you're going to clean up every day after the job. And then at the end, you're going to clean up everything after the job, right? And so that would have been a great thing for her to express as, as a purchaser, right? But also as a contractor, hey, my guys are done at six o'clock every day and we clean up after ourselves. And when the entire job is done, we uh, clean up everything and wipe it down and, and clean the windows, right? And then that could be his uniqueness is that we are the contractor who cleans up after ourselves, right? As silly as that sounds, I think the older we get, the more particular we get. My father's 80. He's, he was particular when I was a kid. He's super particular now. But that can be your differentiator. Just a simple checklist of we clean up after ourselves. Does your guy, you know, does your and, guy do that? And when you show that checklist to your clients, that might That's be unique. the only thing they see on the checklist is the thing that is their hot button. They might yes. not tell you that's the hot button, but now they're watching you because right. you've got the checklist. That's why we take longer. That's why we, that's why we do a better, you know, that's why we're more expensive. We do a better job, a higher quality of work, right? But we had one I worked with that we mentioned before with, don't call me if you want the cheapest kitchen, call me if you want the best kitchen. So he's a kitchen remodeler and he's sending out the marketing message. When we talked about that, your unique selling proposition, your million dollar message. Don't call me if you want a cheap one, call me if you want the best or call me if you want excellence, right? And what is he doing in that messaging is, giving you his uniqueness and he's got his processes and that's why he charges more money. And that's why his product is, is higher quality. And that's why it takes a longer because of all these checklists and things that he does. So that's his uniqueness. So, so it could be as simple as a checklist. I know we got, and, and I know, I know we're going, this is part of, we, when we work with you in our mastermind, we help you create a unique process. Yes. Uh, and yes. part of that unique process is going to include something like this. And when we say unique, every business owner is unique. 
and everybody else says, well, that doesn't work in my business. Well, a unique process works in every single business. And if you'll tell your clients what it is, you'll have more of them. Yes, exactly right. So the last two or last two, how would you rate yourself and your staff when it comes to setting the appointment? So you've got somebody on the phone or you've got them on email or they've downloaded your lead magnet. How good are we are setting up the appointments? Five would be excellent. One would be, would be weak. And again, it relates to the previous questions. Do we have a script to set the appointment? Do we have different uh, 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 sales training, how to overcome that? Because a lot of times what we talk about, you and I have talked about this before, is the goal is to set the appointment. We're not actually trying to close the sale. You know, they downloaded, we want them to get him in for the 15 minute. I think it's Taki Mori has a, he's a coach, Taki Mori, whatever. His process is, you know, you download the lead magnet, then we do a 15 minute triage call, or I think that's what he calls it, a 15 minute call. Then it's the 30 minute to an hour meeting. Then it's, I wanna get you to sign up for the business, right? So financial planners can do the same thing. Insurance agents can do the same thing. Hey, this is a 15 minute, I just want you to set the appointment, right? You've expressed interest in whatever, insurance, long-term care, you've asked it for, for products. Let's just do a 15 minute get to know you, non-committal, you're not committed. If we like each other in time, that there's a good fit, then we would set up the next meeting, which would be the in more detail. And that's when you would actually close the sale. So you might have a, just get them on the appointment script. And, and this is in line with that. And um, yep. is I'm ordering, we, I ordered a dumpster for, uh, con, uh, we're doing a rehab. So I ordered a construction dumpster. I couldn't believe it because she sent me over some paperwork and I didn't fill it out. They actually followed up with me, which blew my mind that a yeah, dumpster yeah. company would follow up with me because it's such a dirty business. You wouldn't yeah. think they had a process, but the appointment is getting that dumpster to my house and I didn't fill out the paperwork yet. And so how good are they? There must have a process in place that says, you've got to book this appointment. Don't let you send them paperwork. I know it's part of follow-up. It's almost two of these, but it's really a dumpster company can follow up. So don't tell me you can't follow up. And <laughs> That's fantastic. So. Right, and that brings up the last one, which goes into how would you rate your business when it comes to offering your prospects multiple product or service levels? Goes back to kind of the gold, silver, and bronze, right? We're kind of beating the dead horse again, but the scale of one to five, how would you rate your business when it comes to offering multiple products or multiple services? This gets into, we're talking about joint venturing as well and cross-selling and do you want fries with that? Do you want a large fry with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? McDonald's, the fast food chain, is great at everything we just talked about, right? They're, they're going to upsell you. They're going to downsell you. Do you want that to be large? Do you want, they're going to cross-sell you. you want an apple pie with that, right? Why do they do that? Because that stuff works. That stuff works, right? This is how you close a sale. This is how you, we're not getting into transactions yet, but we'll talk about that next week, but increasing the value of each transaction. But you know, you, you hear it on the ads nowadays, and I know this, we're right at the end of our time here, but you hear it on ads, more and more car dealers, local car dealers are offering these long warranties. Yeah, and, yeah. and what most people don't realize is why are they offering this long warranty is because they require you to come in and get service at their dealership, which is great because then your car is always taken care of. But that's why they offer a long warranty. They know the longer and the more times they get you in the building, the more chance they have of selling you your next car. But see what they're doing is, they're differentiating themselves with these service levels that yep. are beyond, way up beyond what the manufacturer offers. Yep. So they're offering something 
you bought you bought a Honda or a GM, and they offer all this extra service for free because they want you as a long-term customer. The lifetime value of the customer, they know what that is, different subjects, but they, they offer different service levels to keep you in their dealership. No, and you're, and you're exactly right. And what's your business model? What's your service level? We've used this example before. Do you want to be the Lexus dealer of dentists, the Lexus dealer, or do you want to be the Jiffy Lube, right? Because when I take my Lexus in to get the oil changed, I got, you know, waters and granola bars and TV and Wi-Fi and a quiet room that I could go work in. And the Jiffy Lube is a sticky seat and the volume on the remote doesn't work and there may or may not be Wi-Fi and I got to go stand outside in the 98 degree heat if I got to make a phone call, right, instead of the private office. So, so that you're exactly right. Different service levels based on your offerings, based on your clientele. So we gave you these are 10 ways for you to close more sales, right? The idea is you're going to rate yourself on a scale of one to five through these 10 questions. How good are you at downsell, risk reversal? Do you follow up with every prospect? One to five. If you do everything great, you got five points. There's 10 questions. You got 50 points total. Awesome. You're doing great. Another area of your business we can work on, right? If you rate yourself anything less than that, you got some ones and twos in there. You got several threes. Well, now you know what you need to work on. Gosh, we don't have a downsell strategy. Gosh, we don't follow up with every prospect. So now we know what you need to work on, what you need to focus on, right? Because when you're building the business, this is what we talk about in our mastermind group, right? This is it. This is what we talk about in your mastermind group. When you are building a business, it is a series of how do we generate more leads? That was last week's. And we had a checklist of 10 of those and rate yourself on one to 10. Now we know where we need, what we're good at and what we need help with. Same thing here. Once I get in front of a prospect, how good am I at closing the sale, completing the transaction, getting the business done? Rate yourself on the scale of one to five so you know what your strengths and your weaknesses are. Do more of what works for you or, or, or we know we need a follow-up system. Actually, we can tell you right now, most businesses don't have down sales. Most businesses don't have three levels gold, silver, uh, bronze. Most businesses do a terrible job of following up with those stats where 94% of, of people don't follow up five times, right? We've talked about that. The top 6% of people, sales guys do 92% of the business, some ridiculous like that, because they don't have a good follow-up system. Most people don't. So we, we know, because we've done this for many, many years, where your weaknesses are. and But we have systems and processes. That's what the, the mastermind group is about is, Hey, here's our checklist. What are we good at? What do we need to work on? We know these are the areas that, that lead to results. And, and imagine if you had a better follow-up system. Right? Especially if, it, I mean, part of our mastermind is helping you to automate that yep. follow-up system. Yep. How much of it can you automate? You know, yep. those are things that we, you know. No, and we were talking about that. So I'm talking to a dentist, uh, and just using real examples, right? So, so he's getting 70 new clients a year. The average dentist that I work with gets 250 new clients and that's a that's a combination of the marketing and the message and the unique offer that we have right that's all our fundamentals but then there's also a, a fundamental follow-up system right yeah. that it's in there as well what does that mean for him well it, well if the average patient is worth two thousand dollars and then we're talking about whatever that number is so when i say 250 minus that's 200 300 clients that's six hundred six hundred thousand dollars i mean Goes right to the bottom line. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous. I don't know. I get all excited. That's the stuff we talk about our mastermind group. Hey, that's also our irresistible offer is the profit acceleration session. We can find $50,000, $75,000, $100,000 in anybody's business without a dollar or more on advertising or marketing. 
how are we doing this? We're going through these checklists, right? We're going through those 10 ways to generate more leads, 10 ways to get better at closing the sale. We know what these are. When you start closing those gaps, that money flows right to your bottom line, right? I know that 94% of business owners are overpaying their taxes, right? There's some crazy stat like that. You wouldn't believe that, but that's a whole, so we know there's taxing. We know that 94%, now I'm making it up, don't have a good follow-up system. We know that the majority of business owners don't. And we know by putting these systems and processes in place, we're going to find you $50,000, $100,000 in your bottom line. Our hope is a profit acceleration session gets you excited about, oh my gosh, here's the low-hanging fruit, and, and we'd like to be part of it. And of course, that's where our mastermind group is. That's where we're talking about this and creating the plan customized for you with, with your peers, with your group of people, the sounding board. We've all done this before of different areas and aspects. What do you think a good downsell is? What is a good upsell? That's what we talk about in the mastermind. I don't know. I get all excited about that. Hey, it's Matt at ProfitabilityMD.com. Dave at ProfitabilityMD.com. Our, our podcast, ProfitabilityMD.com itself, right? What do we want you to do? We want you to well, listen to the Profitability podcast. We want you to schedule a Profitability uh, PAS, Profitability Acceleration Session with us because I want to find 50000 100000 in your business. We want you to join our mastermind group because we want to make business owners successful. There's no reason. What do we always say? There are three things. You need commitment, a roadmap, and a support system. We've got two out of the three, buddy. We got the roadmap and we got the support system, which is the mastermind group. All we need is your commitment. Everybody could have a successful business. Anyway, I get all excited. I'm sorry. Oh, it's a great show today, Matt. All right. Good stuff, my friend. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Great day. All right. Take care. Bye.